As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to a very special episode of What Did I Miss? It is, of course, summer, um, and we've had this Beautiful phone number for the entire time, 631-397-0407. God, is that it? Did I actually memorize it finally? You nailed it. But we thought that this was the perfect time to answer some questions. We've been getting a lot of them over the course of the last several months, and we've never really taken that kind of time. So it's summertime, baby. Q&A edition. <laughs> Jerome, take it away. We're starting off with the perfect summer question. Oh. What is a good treatment for mosquito bites? They are terrorizing me this year, and cortisone cream is not helping it. Thanks. Uh, Dr. Oh. Beetle, what's that? That is the worst. I mean, I feel like I should give a really weird answer. But You're more that, an expert on how to treat scorpion bites. I yeah. Think. Scorpion bites. Look, and that's basically what I'm going to tell you. All I know is that I learned through scorpion bites that ice, ice pack, anything cool serves as a very nice relief to the sort of irritating ugh of the mosquito bite. Do not scratch. It will turn into an infection. I sound like your mother and you don't want to do that. So... <laughs> Yeah. Or I would say move um, is probably the first choice. And then after that, ice packs. And then after that, not scratching or jump into a pool. It's like I've been I've advice. been advertised a weird device that it, you put it on the bite and then you push down on it like a, you know, like, like a, a shot suction almost. cup. Yeah. Oh, and okay. it supposedly okay. like. Ends hmm. the itch right there, just gets rid of the bug bite. And I probably was advertised this because the Internet is creepy as hell and knows that my kids get bug bites. Right, right. Oh, they're listening. So there's also that. Go on Instagram and look for it. Oh, that sounds fun. Gabe, I have a live review for you right now from producer Paige who just texted me. Zero stars. It's bullshit. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. So there goes there that. There's yeah. our paid advertising well, maybe, for the day. Maybe it works off Wi-Fi so what Paige can't actually use it correctly. That's <laughs> great point. I'm back on Gabe's side. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Beetle, another question. What are you most looking forward to before the end of the year? Not dying. Hopefully. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's number one. Uh, number two, you know, just living, laughing, and loving. Uh, that's really kind of that's my mantra. That's the opposite of dying right These there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, before the end of the year, God, I, you know what? I don't actually know because as everyone knows, I love to live in the present. I like to be very present in the moment. I like to not look too far ahead. Don't look too far back. Just sort of embrace where you are right now. Lovely. That's my answer. And a completely unrelated question. Movie question. Speed one or speed two? Oh, speed one. Okay. It's not, duh. I don't even uh, remember speed two. Put it that way. 
and completely unrelated from same person, Hot Topics, thoughts on Jimmy Garoppolo landing spot? Oh, man. God, speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, next time, whenever we do those casting things, we should really reconsider because he's got the face for movies okay. and we never seem to think about him. Um, you know, I don't know because now we've reached the point in the show where it's going to maybe be an injury situation or somebody's going to have to take a moment and say, I'm going to go. Jimmy Garoppolo's an enigma because at the end of the day on paper, he's done what he's supposed to do. And yet he's treated like a third rate citizen and has been basically talked about of getting rid of him for ever. So maybe it's, a, the it's an spot interesting is Hollywood. May, me, maybe. Yeah. But like, no, because those two teams are they're taken. Fair so enough. it's a really confusing situation for Jimmy Garoppolo. But wherever he goes, he'll look great doing it. That's all that matters. It sure will. All right. This is a good one. <laughs> have great basketball sneaker designs vanished? Oh, wow. Have we been tricked into buying the same 90s shoes over again, like mindless <laughs> drones, because there's a lack of great new looks coming out? Even running shoes. This person's 42. So buying shoes from my high school days is crazy, this person says. I, I, right. I'd love to hear it's, your take, Beetle. Well, from your shoe I, cave. I mean, look, <laughs> exactly. I know, right? Although technically, yeah, you know, there is something to be said there. And I'm, I'm going to defer to Jerome at some point because he's an actual sneakerhead and I'm not. <laughs> but I'll say this. It is turned into quite the competitive um, collection zone, right? Like people yeah. get into lotteries for these shoes and they're, they're basically all the same. So yeah, I, I think it is weird that at four, in our 40s, we're basically buying the same shoes I bought when I was trying to play basketball in the seventh grade. But Jerome, do you think there are new designs that are good? I think the new designs are just not for us and our generation, Ooh. I think is what's going on. Like, I think there's just like serving <laughs> everyone at the same time. There are like the new movies and then there are the <laughs> Top Gun Mavericks of shoes to That's feed fair. everyone uh, at that point. Um, yeah, I think Jordan retros uh, for the longest time have like always felt like just stalwarts whenever they bring out a new one. Everyone's there buying it again. Uh, I think a lot of people are just doing it as re-ups. Like they wore out their last pair. They're buying another uh, one. Yeah. Uh, but even then, I don't know, talking with friends, especially like younger friends, I don't know that there's not as like there is much an interest. I think one of my favorite things I ever came across was uh, I think Billie Eilish. People used to get on her, especially like kind of older sneakerheads, because all her favorite Jordans were just like some of the most lambasted silhouettes but to her those are like really interesting yeah and so i think on that front it's really depend it really depends on who you ask but um hmm. yeah but i mean like dad shoes are really in new balances yeah but i can't huge i can't support. you know what else i think there's a an influx of designer sneakers the balenciagas the gucci's of yep. the world that are like a thousand dollars and look like crap that a third grader put together so it's a it's an interesting time in fashion kanye yeezy line yeah, we of don't, shoes and mm -mm. slides and those things aren't things like we're that. gonna buy no way <laughs> no way. uh gabe what was the last pair of shoes that you purchased oh yeah Purchase. crocs no those were or, a gift. or, or take gun those were a gift <laughs> <laughs> i bought yeah okay this will prove i'm i was not qualified to answer this question i went to oh. dick's sporting goods heard of it i walked sure. into the shoe section I, was, I looked at the wall of basketball sneakers. I was like, hey, man, <laughs> you got any ones that aren't this expensive? Because that's oh, where all like, the KDs no. and the LeBrons right, and right, everything right. were. He was like, uh, over there. And that's where like all the like nerd shoes were. And I just said, which one is the cheapest? 
And Gabe. I walked out of there. Yeah, that's what happened. I walked out of there with the most boring all black Nike high tops Ugh, you've ever seen. Seventy nine dollars. I, I like. I don't I know. Like selling my dad. Too early to ask this question, but what is going to be like your approach and reaction when your kids are asking for shoes? <laughs> Good luck with that. No, I'm going to train them not to. Okay. Value and, material, and they're items. called trainers, all right? Aren't they called trainers yeah, at that point? <laughs> the, br the, br the, br like, yes. the British do use the term. Trainers, yes, my for kids sure. will call them trainers. Oh, I that can't wait to yeah. the end of the summer when they're just little British babies. Yep. CJ Toledano, if you are listening right now, please oh. offer us all your detailed thoughts. For real, Zach Harper, also child. Zach Harper. Yeah, these are all sneaker boys. Sneaker Zach boys. Harper, Ten pairs in five days. Zach Harper. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we take a break. I think we're taking a break. We're taking a break. We're coming back. There's more, 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 and more, more questions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. We are back, Jerome. Mm -hmm. What do they want to know? Uh, they really need to know, actually, because <laughs> I really need to know, Beads. Is ketchup a child's condiment? What? Or can we adults enjoy it, too? Okay, well. I'm a big believer in we're all children at heart. And if you're not, then your life sucks and you're probably acting way too old and you shouldn't do that because it's not that serious. However, that being said, when did anyone say ketchup was a child's condiment? Now, the use of ketchup can certainly be childlike. Now, mm. if I see you, for example, shout out to our dear sweet friend, Marcellus Wiley. But the man puts ketchup on tacos. And for oh, me, oh, that's no. just a weird child thing that a kid would do because they don't know what to do with the tacos and they smear them in ketchup. Ketchup can be very sophisticated. There are versions of ketchup that now exist in the marketplace that are delicious. And you can even enhance your own ketchup at home. So no, ketchup is most definitely not a child's condiment. I will always enjoy ketchup on my hamburgers, especially. I feel like as you grow older, you, you learn that ketchup can't be the only condiment you're using on anything. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. Also, I don't want to see it on eggs. And if you dare put it on a piece of good red meat, there will be blows. Oh. And I've seen cool. that. And that's why I bring it up because it hurts my heart. Gabe, I, I saw a reaction on the question. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with every word that a beetle has said. It's just about where you put it. Like almost everything <laughs> McDonald's sells, it's fine, but not chicken yes. nuggets. They have other sauces for that. Oh, thank you. Okay. Well, here, I have a follow up from this now since we're talking. What? If any, would you call an adult condiment something that you discover later in life that you realize? Like, <laughs> I almost said something really. Yeah, I almost did too. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm getting older. I held it back. Any sort of truffle, an aioli, for example, that's that's, uh -huh. that's an adult thing. Although it's really just fancy mayonnaise. But yes, I think those are two big ones, for right? Sure. Yeah, tr tr truffle really truffle like, based yeah. things don't. No one no. under the age of 21. Like until yeah. you can rent a car, you should not be allowed to have truffle. <laughs> that is a great cutoff. I agree with that. 
That should be one of your campaign promises. Okay, I'll work on that. Uh, <laughs> next question, similar area here. If Ooh. you were a sandwich beetle, what kind of sandwich would you be? <laughs> oh, oh this is great. If I were a sandwich, what kind of... I, again, I don't even know where to go. I mean, I love a BLT. I, I don't know if you could make that into anything perverted because it feels like it sounds perverted. Well, look, I'm just going to go with my favorite sandwich. And to be honest with you, I don't eat pork anymore, so I can't even say a BLT. I'm going to go with... I'm so boring when it comes to sandwiches. But again, it goes back to the condiments. It's about that. So mm. for me, you cannot go wrong with good bread, turkey, some cheese. And then this is where it gets important. You need all of the following. Lettuce, tomatoes, onion, salt, pepper, a little bit of mayonnaise, banana peppers, a.k.a. pepperoncini, a few jalapenos. And if they have or offer maybe a little bit of vinegar, that also works. Otherwise. What is the name of the sandwich? That. It's just a turkey sandwich with goodies. Turkey sandwich, okay. Right. Yeah, with goodies. I'm pretty boring. Like turkey sandwiches, but I need all the other stuff on it. It can't just be turkey. Otherwise, I don't want it. Uh, our dear right? friend Paige uh, said it's an obvious answer. You're a spicy Italian. Ah. I'm going to kill her. <laughs> like, I'm uh, going to kill her. It's, it's worth the point, flight to it's... New York. No, it's, it's worth the flight to New York just to get off the plane. Well, slap her. Get back on the plane. Come back to Texas. <laughs> don't you have to stop in New York as one of your six legs to Budapest? <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't just, joke. She doesn't don't live joke. too far from the airport. You could just swing over there on your layover. I've got seven hours to kill. Let's just yeah. go. Let's go do that. <laughs> kill Paige. Get back on the plane. You're like well, Tom I've Cruise in Collateral. You don't even. Yes. You're barely in town for a night. <laughs> so just much to do. Everyone. So much to do. But yes, yeah, spicy Italian. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right here, here's kind of a thoughtful one uh advice for middle-aged folk trying to change their careers and get into journalism oh god don't do that no <laughs> journalism's dead i don't know why right. you want to get into that now if you're a hot take guy and you can yell real loud that's where the money's at mm. so get in on that yeah there's, there's like my so advice many avenues now i think like yeah. podcasting sure do a ton of things on TikTok-ing. twitter Right? That's a thing, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Beetle is now an expert in TikTok. <laughs> no, I'm not. I finally figured out how to read my messages in TikTok, but now I'm already over it. Yeah. Um, now, you have, now you received all the TikToks that Paige has been sending for the last year. <laughs> for like three weeks, she's been sending those messages. <laughs> Gabe, you look very sort of stern. What, no, what are you thinking? I, I, I don't. I, good luck to anyone who wants to make a career shift. And uh, journalism's a hard, hard thing to pick up midstream, but. Hey, mm. could happen. Maybe you find some great story and write a great podcast and become super famous and it works but out. But are those journalists? I mean, we're, I'm not a journalist. This so, is not right. journalism. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm no. referring to the kind of thing that takes research, writing, <laughs> yes. reporting, yeah. Yeah. fact checking. That's tough. All the it, things it, we it don't do here. It starts with having like a real passion for a subject, right? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You could be a documentarian. Um, I think I those can are offer always like good. At least a little, well, I mean, what I'm doing right now is my second career, which I switched to in my 30s so what was the first one i studied computer science and worked in it god then, of course you did of course i did you nerd <laughs> uh and then like yeah in in my 30s i uh i wanted to switch into just something like creative based so i hmm. studied a multimedia program um one thing led to another uh i think the only advice i could say is like do something that you want to be doing which is such yes. a broad but it really makes sense when you do it like kind of advice uh 
if you want to do journalism, then I guess it just has to be like there has to be some sort of passion there for you to really want to like dive. Yeah, into because it. it's it's hard and it's competitive. Yeah. So if you love it, then that's the only reason to do it. Otherwise, yeah. mm -mm. I think uh, I I heard it on like um, what was it inside the actor studio? Dave Chappelle hmm. had talked about him going into comedy, but that was like when he was doing it straight out of high school, and his oh, whole gosh. family was full of academics so they were all assuming like he was a bright kid he was going to go to university or college and uh when his father asked him like are you sure you want to do this thing in comedy because it's like such a difficult thing to go down like his answer was what does the teacher make and uh and then Weeks. his dad answered him like i don't know like thirty six thousand, something like that and he's like if i can make just that amount of money doing something i love i'd rather do that that's fair and then it turns out it's slightly more than that yeah. Weird enough. Weirdly enough. <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah. I'm all for changing careers, obviously, because that means that you found something that you actually really want to do. And there's no point in wasting any more time doing something that you don't want to do. That's important. I've got our next question. Uh, this is a very leading question, Beetle. <laughs> Gen X is the best living generation, correct? <laughs> it's not even close. Wait, I have a dumb question. Yeah. Which one's Gen X? I think what? that's older than millennial right it's, am i yeah Gen it's X? the one right before i think millennial which um, see, no one knows born anymore. between 1965 and 1980 Ooh, i'm a gen x then yes 100 <laughs> percent although to the choir well look because the then so the question is is there anyone better than the older than me's or the younger than me's and the answer to that is no my generation is while full of dumb as well I'm going to go ahead and say we're the best. <laughs> I, Although I don't know if I believe it, quite frankly. <laughs> I agree. I, don't, I actually don't really see an argument against Gen X being the best of the current people living on this planet. I guess there's some people from like, they're, that are 105 or something who, you know, maybe want to oh, raise their hand Oh, the greatest here. generation or whatever? Sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, if it's Gen X versus millennial, Gen Z, and whatever the hell comes next, that's no. not a contest. Uh, no, what's mm. the one that uses words like triggered and attacked? Whatever, that's and, what pages and bullied incorrectly. <laughs> when they use the word bullied incorrectly, I stop listening just like that. It's that fast. I'll tell you what bullying is, kids. Gather around, Unky, Un Unky yeah. Michelle, Auntie Michelle's going to tell you what bullying yeah. really feels like. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, so I'm a technically, and I am an upper tier millennial because I was born in the first week of 1982. So I'm, bar I'm barely a millennial. So I would You're fringe. Yeah, and yeah. everyone who I oh, worked yeah, so with and associate with, many of my friends are Gen X, and and uh, very few millennial millennials are people I uh, hmm. would consider to be the best generation. <laughs> so um, also a tip for everyone, Beetle, you especially read Chuck Klosterman's book about Gen X. Oh, it's God. awesome. Hmm. I bet. Okay. Well, because he's, okay. isn't he like, no, he's Oh, he's peak he? Gen X. He's like Mr. Yeah. Gen X. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. Simple question. Do you miss the LA city life? Ooh, well, do I miss the LA city or life? Can even, we can also even throw like New York in for that matter. Just to broaden I was going to yeah. say, if I'm going to miss anything, I miss New York. For right. me, that's the ultimate city life. Um, when I think cities, I think New York. I don't necessarily think of LA that way because you really spend most of it in your car. Uh, right. I was just in LA recently. I miss friends. I miss my brother that's out there. I miss the large and vast choices in dining experiences and delivery. I miss all the things that can actually be delivered uh, in LA. So 
<laughs> yeah, I miss parts of it, but not all of it. But I miss New York more than any of it, for sure. Do you guys notice how Beetle just mentioned that she was in L.A., but I live in L.A.? Everyone it was for 48 hours. And I had to be up at 4.30. So you want to hang out at 5 a.m.? Yeah, That's we'll do I, that next time. At 5 a.m., <laughs> I could hang out with you or my children. So No, because yeah. your children are on like, like on a room springer, and so you just are basically <laughs> hanging out by yourself for the next six years. <laughs> so you're probably still up at five, but you're not like getting up at That's five. That's a good point. All right. Fair. Yeah, I know. It is. Oh, we're taking a break? Yeah, we're taking a break. Taking a break. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is supported by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club has finally been promoted into League Two after 15 seasons in the National League. Dedicated staff and supporters celebrate the team's return to glory while bracing for the newfound challenges that come with being in a higher league. Will Wrexham AFC stand up to the challenge and rise again into League One? FX is welcome to Wrexham. All new Thursdays on FX. Stream on Hulu. Gabe, I think this is you. Oh, okay. I'll read oh, this God, one. This is a reminder why the Texas Hill Country is great at a time well, when we need okay. it most. 100 plus degrees Oof. for how long? A while. Okay. Women's sports. I don't know why I just read that first part, but that was part of the question. So <laughs> I know, I like that. Okay, okay, women's sports, hard turn. Uh, we're seeing more on TV <laughs> and viewership isn't as bad as we were once told. Right. So what gives? Were the programming overlords wrong or stupid? Well, I think they, I don't think those are mutually exclusive. Um, <laughs> no, I, look, I think the interest, it's not just the interest in women's sports, right? Because you can be interested in something but it's another level or another tier to devote and dedicate your free time to consuming it, whether it be on television or in person. And so and I think that goes for anything that we all spend our free time going to. It's a, I don't, can only speak for myself, but it's got to be something I really want to do or see to give up just staying home. I love staying home. I treasure it. It's it's where my happy place is. And I think people are realizing that it is fun to go and consume these games. I also think that these things, this ability to sort of take in social media is making us aware of and learning and meeting some of these female athletes that we would never otherwise even know existed, but we're seeing them who they are, their personalities, their fashion, their other interests, what they do. And that's kind of drawing more and more people to their respective sports. So I don't know that the overlords were wrong or stupid. I think they were probably a little bit of both and they will always be a little bit of both. That's part of that job. But it is nice. It is nice to kind of see that it's competitive. And if you like sport, then it can also be entertaining. Biggest part about it is giving a damn about the athletes that play. And once you sort of learn about them, I think you can be interested in anything. That's that's what happened with F1. Like that show was perfect on Netflix because it introduced the people to us. And now we are invested in them as the 20 drivers that are on the tour. So it's like, OK, no brainer. 
But I don't know. I mean, look, we're all sort of in this world. Do you guys think they were wrong or stupid? Or do you think this is just natural evolution? I, I think we do enough of this work to know that like what gets promoted is usually what is considered tried, tested and true. Mm-hmm. And something like women's sports for a long time, because it was never tried, like there's no data to say that it was like worth doing. So there, you needed things like social media or other outlets to like promote forward to then kind of almost roundabout back and say like, oh, people are actually interested <laughs> in it. So um, I don't know. I, I think uh, like wrong or stupid, I, it, it's tough to say. I, I think it's, it's just really hard to change old ways. I noticed. Yeah, but it's fun to say. It's more, it's more than it's it fun to say. It is way more fun to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Wrong, wrong and stupid. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> wrong and stupid. Exactly. <laughs> but um, no, I, yeah, I, I think uh, unfortunately sometimes like the larger scale of things that like kind of determine what's um, put out there, like they take a long time to catch up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're not wrong or stupid. They're they're following the money and, and, and here's the proof F1. Okay. Where F1 was just as buried as any women's sport that people felt should have been given more airtime. Nobody was like, you know, that had nothing to do with gender or anything. It was just, no, there wasn't a proven interest. Then this this thing happened that made tons of people super interested and passionate. And the mm-hmm. network said, oh, well, hell, let's put that on if it's going to generate an audience. That would be the same exact thing you see it every four years with the World Cup and the Olympics. Like, women's sports take these massive spikes in interest when our women, American women, are yeah, especially or like relevant. We all know ten women on the you know national team when they're in the World Cup, but that's the time that people want to watch. So I, it's not there's no secret agenda. I've been in those meetings. Like nobody's actively trying to hold women back. Hold in- on. Go ahead. There are a few people in those meetings that would prefer to not hear from women at all. Okay, that might be. We all know at least one. <laughs> okay. That listen that that <laughs> might be a fair statement, but those are not the meetings. But programming is being decided, and money is being counted. Fair. Right. So you know who gets on the shows, whose opinions people want to hear. I think Beetle, I'm I'm with you. That that sometimes can be a little bit too subjective. But I think that the objective, what are we putting on that the most people will want to watch, is not. You know, it's based on data. And I, I know yeah. that's annoying for some people to hear. Like, I, I, you know, there's some sports I like that I don't get to watch on ESPN, but it's because I'm one of the only people who wants to watch it until it changes. Well, the beautiful thing, too, now being alive in this moment in time is that you can basically watch any. There is a place to find it. Right. We didn't have any of this stuff years ago. Now, if there's something you love to watch that's not on terrestrial television or whatever the hell we call that it's somewhere else it's one of the 19 streaming services we have or it's on my phone it's on whatever so i think that also helps us expand what is considered the sports world for most people yeah i I think the only thing like i I get the idea with data i think if anything it might be just through history a little skewed like it might be overwhelmingly like one way that had there been like more of an open-mindedness to show all things and collect like no. cumulative data we might be like working with different numbers right now I, yeah but history yeah. shows we have not that's not how it works exactly <laughs> in, yeah, in exactly, any exactly capacity that. actually hmm switching to lighter fare top five oh. movies <laughs> oh my god of I know, all this time is actually a heavy question 
Uh, I, I think I, I mean like let's not have you rank them. That's okay. That, that's no, no, like no. Not something you pull. On this the would spot, just but. be my five of. Okay, I'm gonna go five. Oh, it's hard because there's the five movies I watch every time they're on. Okay, and then there's the five movies that I consider to be the best movies. But for I, me, we can do both lists. Let's do both. Okay, so let's go yeah. for my best. No, for movies I watch every single time they're on. Tommy Boy. Okay. Step Brothers. <laughs> there's a theme. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Notting Hill. All right. Pretty Woman. And that fifth spot could be a rotation. I mean, it's really, it could be any Will Ferrell. I, I think that's fair, especially for ones that like come on so often. That means these are movies you watch often. So yeah. I think your fifth spot needs to be kind of a rotation. Uh, to be honest, Goonies, I will watch Goonies every single time it's on. What about you guys? The five movies you watch every Ooh. time they're on. I, I don't know I can name five. I know Forgetting Sarah Marshall's up there. That's, that's a, a movie good one. I love. Yep. watching whenever it comes back on super bad might be one that i'll good revisit one. here and there chime in gabe <laughs> wayne's world terminator 2 point break Ooh. gladiator Ooh. a few good men i'd say there, there's also like this major league. League. because we have youtube like i don't necessarily seek out like the full movie but maybe yeah well you're probably not sitting on your couch just with right. surfing channels because most people don't do that anymore Right, but every exactly. once in a blue moon, I'll have on some white noise and it'll be on like a TBS yeah. and the movie will come on and it'll just be in the back and I'll, I'll leave it. I'll be like, even with the commercials and the censorship, <laughs> I'll still oh, leave right. it. Well, how, how about movies that you deem like the best movie? The best for me? Yeah. Godfather. Okay. See, that, it's hard because oh, I could uh, easily- get to that page yeah. says Clueless five times. Of course <laughs> she does. You know, this is why we killed her internet. She must uh, have it on DVD because <laughs> if it's streaming, we know that her Wi-Fi wouldn't keep up. Oh no, right, she probably never go. gets through the All whole right, thing. So back to it. Godfather. Oh, sorry. So we could easily do like Godfather, Casino, Goodfather. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick one from the genre of mafia, and I'm going to go Godfather, okay. Bull Durham. I, I don't care. It's perfect. It's between two Italian movies. It's either Cinema Paradiso or Life Is Beautiful. I think I'm going to go Life Is Beautiful. They both make me cry, no matter what. Number four. Oh, it's so hard. I mean, I like it's, again, it's, it might for me, right? Jojo Rabbit is probably Jojo Rabbit in there because I'm that one made me cry for real. And the fifth spot, again, I'm always going to make the fifth spot a rotation one. And, and I don't care if this makes me a sappy turd. It's just <laughs> I the whole movie is memorized and I love the cast. And I'm going to stick with Notting Hill. Notting Hill makes it onto two lists. Yeah. Here we it. Why not? Okay. You guys? Uh I know I'm missing a thousand, but this actually, yeah, would make it maybe on both lists. But I'm such a big fan of Almost Famous. Ooh, that's a good one. It's a good movie. I like The Dark Knight. That's mm. definitely The Matrix is up there for me. Fun. A very recent one that I watched three times and I still love it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I'm I, on my list. Yeah, and then yeah, just would have to think out other ones. Then the fifth one's yeah, we'll rotate. Yeah, it. it just kind of rotates around. Gob. Gabe. God. I'm not exactly sure I understand the category, so I'll just say. So this one here, this is just like what you would say are like the best like oh, movies, like the best, good movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I would say uh, Con Air, Face Off, Rock. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. already named my five. I, uh, I think at this point, everyone who listens to this show has probably seen all of these, except the one person who helps produce the show, Paige, who's seen none of them. You know what? We're going to do a podcast one day where we assign her a movie a week mm. and then we do like a short, like, like a five minute podcast style. where yeah, yeah. she reviews it for us. There's something yeah, we'll there. just give her a block to review the movie. By Any the way, of the Mission Impossible movies almost. But those are, are like entertaining. Really I'm not going to say they're a great movie. Well, like for the like kind of rewatchable. Yeah, because James Bond, yeah. all of them. 
Right. Uh, thank you to everyone who sent in questions. Um, it gives us something fun to do during the summer, unless you want to hear us break down the seventh inning of God knows what came. That is it for this episode, however. Um, 631-397-043-0403. That's hard for me to say. Always chime in. Let us know what you're thinking. What do you want to see more of? Ask us some questions. We will be back. Gob, Haram, Paige. See you guys later.